Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, Bills Mafia, to another edition of Bills or Bust podcast. I'm Tom Murphy, and today we have our fifth installment of Buffalo Bills history. The Bills started the 21st century with two words no football fans like hearing. Quarterback controversy. Bills stuck with their Rob Johnson experiment, while Doug Flutie unhappily was relegated to backup. The Bills started 2007-4 despite having what some call the worst special teams play in NFL history. Team averaged to start at their own 37-yard line after kickoffs, which is unheard of. The Bills lost their next four and finished the year 2008-8. Wade Phillips was fired for refusing to let go of special teams coach Ronnie Jones. New general manager Tom Donahoe hired Titans defensive coordinator Greg Williams to be the new head coach in 2001. The Bills would do well in the 2001 draft, selecting defensive back Nate Clements, defensive end Aaron Schobel, and running back Travis Henry. But the 2001 season was an unmitigated disaster. Rob Johnson struggled when not injured, and longtime third-string quarterback Alex Van Pelt proved to be equally ineffective. The Bills finished 2001-3-13, with their three wins being by a combined nine points. Hopes quickly changed in 2002 as the Bills traded a first-round pick the following year for formal rival and Pats quarterback Drew Bledsoe. They also added punishing linebacker London Fletcher in free agency. Bills drafted highly touted offensive tackle Mike Williams from the University of Texas, but he never lived up to his billing coming to be known as one of the biggest busts in Bills history. The offense was explosive, with Bledsoe passing for over 4,300 yards. Eric Moulds and Peerless Price both went over 1,200 yards receiving, and Travis Henry rushed for over 1,400. However, the defense could stop no one, and the Bills finished 8-8. The Bills were deemed a Super Bowl contender in 2003, as they revamped the defense, adding free agent defensive tackle Sam Adams, linebacker Takeo Spikes, and safety lawyer Malloy. Week one, the Bills proved everyone right as they shut out the Patriots and a quarterback who shall remain nameless for now, 31 to nothing. They followed it up with a convincing win versus Jacksonville in week two. However, the Bills only won four more games the rest of the year as Bledsoe regressed terribly, finishing 6-10. Williams was fired after the season, a coaching trend that would continue for the next decade plus. The Bills hired Steelers offensive coordinator Mike Malarkey to be the next head coach in 2004. After drafting wide receiver Lee Evans out of Wisconsin at 13th overall, Bills traded back into the first round to draft quarterback J.P. Lossman out of Tulane to eventually replace the struggling Bledsoe. After starting 2004 1-5, The Bills turned things around, winning eight of their next nine, often in dominating fashion. With a win in Week 17 versus the Steelers' bench guaranteeing them a playoff berth, the Bills failed to rise to the occasion. Breakout games by Steelers running back Willie Parker and little-known at the time linebacker James Harrison were enough to diminish the Bills' playoff hopes as the Bills lost 29-21 in Orchard Park. Statistically, the 2004 Bills are considered one of the best teams to miss the playoffs, with a plus 111-point differential. The Bills scored an astounding six kickoff return touchdowns in 2004, mainly thanks to superstar returner Terrence McGee. 
Bledsoe and the Bills parted ways in 2005, making J.P. Lossman the starter. After beating the Houston Texans 22-7 in Week 1, Lossman was a disaster, completing less than half his passes. He was on and off replaced by Kelly Holcomb, who fared no better, and the Bills finished 2005, 5-11. Our beloved Marv Levy returned in 2006 to take over as general manager. With him, he brought Dick Geron, former Bears coach who won Coach of the Year in 2001, to take over for the recently ousted head coach Malarkey. The 2006 draft was lackluster, with the major exception being fifth-round draft pick defensive tackle Kyle Williams of LSU. Williams would go on to become one of the best Bills defenders of all time, and an absolute fan favorite. Bills stuck with Lossman as he improved his completion percentage, but the Bills still finished with a losing record at 7-9. The 2007 NFL Draft brought much promise as the Bills took running back Marshawn Beast Mode Lynch, linebacker Paul Puslesny, and quarterback Trent Edwards with their first three picks. The 2007 season started frightfully as third-year tight end Kevin Everett suffered a life-threatening spinal injury in a Week 1 loss to Denver, a moment where Bills fans were first reminded that there are more important things than football. Thankfully, Everett showed significant improvement days later and was able to walk again by the end of the year. Edwards replaced Lossman Week 3 and proved to be more effective, if not spectacular. At 7-6, and six, the Bills had a shot to sneak into the playoffs. But they dropped their last three games, including an 8-0 loss in Cleveland during a snowy windstorm, and the Bills finished 7-9 yet again. It brought the Bills' playoff drought to eight years, which, at the time, became the longest in Bills' history. Marshawn Lynch finished his rookie year with over 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns. Levy stepped down as general manager after the season, replaced by Russ Brandon. With Trent Edwards starting the 2008 season, the Bills started off with a bang, racing out to a 5-1 record. However, after suffering a concussion in Week 5, he was never the same. The Bills lost 8 of their last 10 and finished 7-9 for a third straight season. To celebrate their 50th anniversary as a football team in 2009, the Bills shocked the world and signed wide receiver Terrell Owens, one of the best to play the game. Also, the Bills had four picks in the first two rounds of the draft, with the most notable picks being center Eric Wood and safety Jairus Bird. Bills also signed Bengals backup quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick, more lovingly referred to as Fitzmagic, to be Edwards' backup. 2009 would mark the first year of the Bills-Toronto series, playing one home game north of the border, one of the most unpopular scheduling moves in franchise history. However, the result was more of the same, T.O. was unhappy, Edwards regressed more, even looking trentative at times. And the Bills finished 6-10, not able to match the 7-9 record they had become to be relied upon. Jerron was fired mid-season, thankfully, and replaced by Perry Fuel in an interim role. There were some fun spots, however. Fitzpatrick and Owens combined for a 98-yard touchdown versus Tennessee, breaking the previous Bills' longest play from scrimmage set by Todd Collins and Quinn Early back in 1996 of 95 yards. Also, rookie safety Jairus Bird stormed on the scene, leading the NFL with nine interceptions and being the only Bill to make the Pro Bowl in 2009. Former Cowboys offensive coordinator and Georgia Tech head coach Chan Gailey became the sixth head coach in 13 years in 2010. 
Bills used another high draft pick on a running back when they took C.J. Spiller out of Clemson at ninth overall. 2010 was simply dreadful, with Lynch, Fred Jackson, and Spiller in the backfield. And little power elsewhere, the Bills traded Lynch to Seattle, where he became a superstar. After an 0-8 start, the Bills won their next two, and only two more after that. The Bills finished 4-12, with Fitzpatrick getting the majority of the starts, being a vast improvement over Trent Edwards. Not to excuse the 4-12 record, but Pro Football Reference has suggested the Bills had a tougher schedule in 2010 than any team since 1971. The 4-12 record earned the Bills the third overall pick in the 2011 NFL Draft. In a draft that featured future superstars like Von Miller, J.J. Watt, Patrick Peterson, and Julio Jones, the Bills selected defensive lineman Marcel Darius out of Alabama. Bills came into the 2011 season ready to ball, racing out to a 5-2 record, including their first victory over the Pats and their quarterback who shall still remain nameless since 2003 in Week 3. They overcame a 21-0 deficit to win 34-31 on a last-second field goal. Fitzpatrick was extended, and then the wheels came off the bus. Fred Jackson, who was close to 1,000 yards rushing mid-season and leading the NFL in rushing yards, suffered a season-ending injury, and the Bills only won one of their last nine games to finish 6-10. Stevie Johnson, however, became the first Bill to record back-to-back 1,000-yard receiving campaigns, something Andre Reid, James Lofton, nor Eric Moulds ever did. With the lease running out on Ralph Wilson Stadium, hurtful talk of the Bills moving out of Buffalo started to surface in 2012. The lease was renewed at the end of the year, but the rumors of the team moving still lingered. Bills made one of their biggest splashes ever in free agency in 2012 when they signed superstar defensive end Mario Williams from Houston. They also drafted cornerback Stephon Gilmore 10th overall. Gilmore would win Defensive Player of the Year years later, but with the Patriots. Despite the offseason acquisitions, the Bills would finish 6-10 again. C.J. Spiller would finish with over 1,200 yards rushing, a career high, and Stevie Johnson would get his third straight 1,000-yard receiving year. Former Syracuse coach Doug Marone would replace Gailey as head coach in 2013. After Fitzpatrick refused a pay cut, he was released, and the Bills drafted quarterback E.J. Manuel from Florida State at 16th overall. He was the first quarterback taken by the Bills in the first round since Jim Kelly in 1983. The Bills' defense was a force under defensive coordinator Mike Pettine, with Mario Williams, Kyle Williams, Jairus Bird, and Marcel Darius all making the Pro Bowl. Second-round draft pick linebacker Kiko Alonso was also a Defensive Rookie of the Year runner-up, who also contributed greatly. But Manuel struggled in his rookie year, and the Bills finished 6-10 for a third straight season. Fortunately, 2013 would mark the end of the much-hated Toronto series. On March 25, 2014, Ralph Wilson, who brought the team so beloved by the city of Buffalo, passed away at the age of 95. As the city mourned the passing of the great Mr. Wilson, fears also developed that the city would lose the bills eventually in the upcoming sale of the team. The top bidders for the team were the Rogers Group for Toronto, who teamed with Jersey rocker John Bon Jovi, Also in the bidding was gas tycoon Terry Pagula. Donald Trump also put in a bid that few took seriously. 
Toronto Group instilled fear that the Bills would eventually move to Toronto, with Bon Jovi ominously stating, We want the team to be successful in Buffalo. Not soothing words about a team on a 14-year playoff drought. Fortunately, the Bills were sold to Terry and Kim Pagula, with a vow to keep the Bills in Buffalo. GM Doug Whaley started the offseason with making a controversial draft day trade. The Bills traded up five spots from nine to four to take wide receiver Sammy Watkins from Clemson. The Bills gave up the following year's first round pick to move up, with Whaley stating next year's pick will be late. EJ Manuel won his first two starts in 2014 before dropping the next two. Manuel was replaced by journeyman backup Kyle Orton, who actually moved the ball better than any Bills quarterback in the past decade. The Bills D, led now by defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, was even better than the previous year, leading the league with 54 sacks after a shocking win versus Green Bay in Week 15, which was considered Aaron Rodgers' worst game of his legendary year. Marcel Darius was injured early in the following game versus lowly Oakland. In a position for the Bills to inch closer to a playoff berth, Oakland ran Latavius Murray down the middle constantly to huge success and upset the Bills 26-24, extending the playoff drought to 15 seasons. The Bills finished 2014 9-7, giving the Bills their first winning season in 10 years, a bittersweet result. Marone opted out of his contract after the season. In a bold move, Pagula decided to make a splash by hiring Jets head coach and huge personality Rex Ryan, who actually brought Mark Sanchez to two AFC championships. Kyle Orton retired in 2015, leading many to believe the Bills would leave the team in EJ Manuel's hands yet again. Bills signed Matt Castle from the Chiefs as competition, they also signed athletic quarterback and Ravens backup Tyrod Taylor as insurance. Bills made yet another offseason splash trading oft-injured linebacker Kiko Alonso to Philly for star running back LaShawn McCoy. During preseason, Tyrod Taylor beat out both Manuel and Castle to surprisingly win the starting job week one. Tyrod Taylor wowed with his running ability and was serviceable in the passing game, not making many risky passing attempts. Despite Rex Ryan's bold prediction the Bills would be a bully in the NFL, they finished a meager 8-8. Eight eight. It extended the playoff drought to 16 seasons, which would now be the longest streak in the four major sports at the time. McCoy finished 2015 with 895 rushing yards after suffering a nagging hamstring injury earlier in the year. Bills hoped to improve in Rex's second year, but the Bills proved to remain inconsistent in 2016. Despite McCoy rushing for over 1,200 yards, the Bills finished 7-9, extending the playoff drought to 17 seasons. Ryan was fired with one game remaining in the season, and in Week 17, in an interim role, offensive coordinator Anthony Lynn became the ninth Bills head coach in 18 years. Unbeknownst to Bills fans, fortunes were in the early stages of turning for the better. To replace Ryan, the Bills hired little-known Panthers defensive coordinator Sean McDermott in what appeared to be an uninspired hiring. Along with him from Carolina, the Bills hired Panthers assistant GM Brandon Bean to be the new GM. In the 2017 draft, Bean made a shocking move by moving down from 10 to 27 to acquire more draft picks. Of course, with that 10th pick, the Chiefs selected quarterback Patrick Mahomes 
a quarterback who seemed like a reach at the time, but of course now has proved everyone wrong. Bill certainly made the most of the 27th pick, drafting Tredavious White, cornerback out of LSU, and later picked up linebacker Matt Milano in the fifth round, who at the time seemed to be a guy who'd help on special teams, but turned out to be leaps and bounds more valuable than that. McDermott brought a no-nonsense yet friendly approach to Buffalo, favoring high-character players. Little was expected of the 2017 Bills as they stuck with the serviceable but limited quarterback Taylor. Bill surprised everyone with a calculated game plan with a solid defense. On December 31, 2017, the Bills had an outside chance to make the playoffs in Week 17, but needed help that seemed unlikely. The Bills lived up to their part of the deal by beating the Dolphins 22-16. They waited patiently in the locker room, hoping the lowly Bengals would upset the Baltimore Ravens. Chaos ensued in the Bills' locker room as the Bills won in the final seconds, ending the Bills' playoff drought at 17 seasons. In true Bills Mafia fashion, Bills fans donated over half a million dollars combined to Cincinnati players Andy Dalton and Tyler Boyd's charity. The story made national news, giving Bills fans the credit they long deserved. The wild card round game versus the Jacksonville Jaguars did not go well, however. Despite a punishing effort by the defense, led by journeyman linebacker Lorenzo Alexander, Tyrod Taylor could not get the Bills offense moving, proving he was not the long-term answer at quarterback. The Bills lost 10-3. It was a playoff game most NFL fans forget, but most Bills fans took comfort as a huge weight off their backs as actually being the first playoff game they played in 17 seasons. Bills entered the 2018 season with expectations to be the worst team in the NFL. They cut ties with Tyrod Taylor, trading him for a third round pick to Cleveland. Brandon Bean used this pick, along with other picks, to make maneuvers for the future. The Bills traded up to number seven in the 2018 draft to select Joshua Patrick Allen, freakishly athletic quarterback out of the University of Wyoming, with a sky-high ceiling, but an extremely low floor. The initial plan was to have him sit behind career backup A.J. McCarron and second-year quarterback and now internet meme sensation Nate Peterman. Bean also moved up in the first round again to grab gargantuan linebacker Tremaine Edmonds at 16th overall. Six days shy of his 20th birthday, Edmonds became the second youngest player ever drafted in the NFL. The plan to sit Allen behind two unproven quarterbacks failed miserably as he was thrown into a 47-3 blowout week one to the Ravens. On first look alone, Josh proved himself to be the most effective of the three quarterbacks and won the starting job going forward. In his second start week three, as a 16.5 point underdog, Allen beat the Minnesota Vikings 27-6 in what is considered one of the biggest regular season upsets of all time. A hurdle over linebacker Anthony Barr would immediately embed him into the hearts of NFL fans, where he remains to this day. The Bills finished 2018 6-10, missing the playoffs. The city of Buffalo does not know an NFL playoff year without them there since, to this day. With low expectations again, the Bills, with a slightly improved Allen, a slightly better offensive supporting cast, and a bend-but-don't-break defense led by defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier, 
the Bills would finish 10-6 in 2019. The Bills would score their first playoff touchdown in more than 20 years versus the Houston Texans on a pass from wide receiver John Brown to Josh Allen in a play designed by soon-to-be Bills legend offensive coordinator Brian Dable. The Bills unfortunately would relinquish a 16-0 lead, losing 22-19 in overtime to Houston. A world-pausing pandemic would not stop the Bills from moving forward in 2020, when newly acquired star wide receiver Stephon Diggs and newly accurate and still cannon-armed Josh Allen would lead the Bills to a 13-3 record, earning the Bills their first AFC East crown since 1995. After defeating the Colts 27-24 in the first round, a 101-yard pick-six by Taron Johnson would be the icing to defeat Lamar Jackson and the Ravens 17-3 in the divisional round. The win would send the Bills to their first AFC championship since 1993 and their sixth all-time. Things looked promising as the Bills jumped out to a 9-0 lead on the favored Kansas City Chiefs in the 2020 AFC Championship. However, Patrick Mahomes and company took immediate control, scorching the Bills 38-24. While it wasn't the outcome Bills fans had hoped, the future only looked brighter from here on out. Bills cemented their status as new kings of the AFC East, winning their second straight division crown in 2021 with an 11-6 record. They faced the New England Patriots in the first round on a frigid day in Orchard Park and accomplished something never done before. In a 47-17 win, they accomplished what is now known as the perfect offensive game, scoring touchdowns on all but the last victory formation to end the game. Bills came and energized Arrowhead Stadium, ready to face their newfound rival, the Kansas City Chiefs, in the divisional round. Both teams came out slinging with a great respect for each other. The Bills lost a heartbreaker in overtime 42-36, despite Allen regaining the lead twice in the last two minutes. Gabe Davis made himself a household name with 201 yards receiving and four touchdowns. To this day, it's considered one of the best games in NFL history. With the addition of future Hall of Famer Von Miller, the Bills were the overwhelming favorite to win the Super Bowl in 2022. While still asserting themselves as one of the most dominating teams of the league, injuries ravished the defense throughout the year. Scariest moment in Bills history occurred on January 2, 2023 versus Cincinnati in Week 17 as safety DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest on the field in the first quarter after a tackle. Thanks to the heroic efforts of the Bills medical staff, he survived and plans to continue his playing career. The Bills finished the regular season 13-3 and won their third straight AFC East divisional crown despite all the hardship. After squeaking past Miami in the first round 34-31, the worn-out Bills fell hard at home to the Cincinnati Bengals in the second round, only the second home playoff loss in Orchard Park. The 2022 season is where the Bills leave us for now, but there is so much more history to be written. The upcoming 2023 season starts the next unwritten chapter, a chapter I believe could be the best one yet. For that chapter, join us this season on Bills or Bust Podcast. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and let's go Buffalo. Thank you for listening to the Bills or Bust podcast. I'm Tom Murphy, and let's go Buffalo.